Hey, buddy. What's up, man? How's it going? It's good. Bit lonely. How are you? Yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. It's nice. It's nice seeing your beautiful face. It is. Sam. Um, my dog doesn't talk to me, and it sucks. What? I know, right? I spend so much time with him, and just like just a one-way conversation. That's a bit rude. I know. Doesn't even pay rent. I mean, he's he's cleaning up your poop, though, right? <laughs> All the time. I'm gonna put out <laughs> one of those Facebook posts where I'm just like, "That's it. I'm not putting up with people anymore. No more, Mister Nice Guy. My dog is <laughs> out of here." <laughs> I keep seeing people like. Right, really making a stand. <laughs> like, no, twenty twenty is different, man. I've, I like, if you, if you see this post, you're one of the lucky ones. You survived the Facebook call. It's like, fuck, oh. like, I have, I have, shockingly, every now and again, there's somebody on Facebook which is just a bit much, and somehow I don't know how they stop appearing on my feeds. Magic that. It's, it's that fancy algorithm. I, it reads your mind and then knows what you don't want to see. Yeah, exactly. But it's really strange, though, because every time I've done that, there's never been, like, a notification that's gone out to everyone to let them know that, like, this one didn't make the cut. <laughs> uh, you guys I want are lucky. Like, I was going to say, every time somebody does a post like that, I want statistics. I want to know what percentage of people didn't make the cut and what it was that made me, made me so goddamn... I just want to know what it is about me. I want to put it on my CV, you know? I want to be like... <laughs> Survived so-and-so's Facebook call. <laughs> <clears throat> should we um, Should we get into it? Let's and then, it. Uh, yeah. Um, welcome to quarantine session two, my dude. Animus. <laughs> <laughs> Now we in. So, oh, sorry, spicy today. Mm. Ah, you've been eating that good, good food. Tried. Yeah. Yeah, dude. How are you anyway? Yeah, I'm like, I'm doing, I'm doing surprisingly. All things considered, mm. I'm doing surprisingly well. My That's legs, good. less so. <laughs> but uh, how about you, darling? How are you? I'm doing good i uh yeah yeah i got i got over the initial fog i think we spoke spoke about it in the uh the first first quarantine sesh but i uh, yeah. i got over the fog of like man i don't know what to do and now i'm just like i do know what to do um i'm just crushing it crushing it i'm crushing it crushing my watch list that's what i'm crushing sick yeah so uh, like what's gone I was going to say, and I'm playing a load of video games. I'm just getting through them. Like, I've said to you a lot, like, unless I properly love a game, I really won't mm. give it any time. But now I'm just like, finish that one, finish that one. I, uh, I played World War Z, which was a lot of fun. Very stressful, but mm. a lot of fun. Um, and then I got a taste for the Zeds uh, and jumped straight onto State of Decay 2, which I'm playing at the moment, okay. which is like yeah. a, kind of like a mashup of like a, sort of RTS but not really and also a third person kind of open world shooty kind of game it's a lot it's a lot of different things that, so- that sounds like a lot yeah but it's very difficult <laughs> or, or I'm bad at it I don't know which is which <laughs> what, either way for some reason you've fallen down yeah it's just, oh man it's, so it's, it's like proper survival like 
zombie apocalypse uh you start as like you start in like a pair like a couple of people and then you go yeah. and you meet more people and then you build a community um oh, cool. and sp- not really spoiler alert because it's just the gameplay but i didn't realize okay this is like proper survival this isn't like oh no it was tough start again no no if any of your characters die bye yeah i've never had that before my character died and then it was just like which character would you like to choose and i was like that that one the the one i was just playing as no no yeah they're gone now (laughs) (laughs) never had that before yeah i've never had like a total total ko that's yeah yeah there's um so there was a there was a game that was like a mobile game do you ever play infinity blade uh yes yeah 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 um and it was the case that like when when it was done like when when you get knocked out it was like ah welcome back you're now the descendant of that person just a reminder like like you you prop you properly biffed it <laughs> you, like you, you you dead um nice and there's have you have you heard of undertale no it's kind of like super light spoilers but undertale is kind of like it's a modernish game that's styled after kind of like retro um like lots of pixelation rpg kind of vibe but it does a lot of like really cool um kind of like fourth wall breaking meta stuff okay so there's there's one of the things where and this is this is spoilers but it's for the very 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 beginning of the game um you you have to do a fight to get to a new area but the person you have to fight is the person who's been looking after you for a while they're basically saying like no don't do it you've got to stay here it's safe here and you're like no i've got to like i've got to progress uh, and they're like right well then you've got to fight me and the game is pre-programmed that one of your hits is a crit and you kill this person and then it's like fuck so what a lot of people did myself included <laughs> in- included was like all right fuck i'm reverting to the last save i'm gonna i'm gonna just i'm just gonna like weaken them so then i can flee and then it's cool yeah get back to it and they're not standing there there's another character that's like basically supposed to be transcending space and time and they're like oh you thought you could be clever huh oh shit <laughs> that's sick <laughs> um and yeah and like that was the moment i was like this game's gonna be good <laughs> but yeah. also i'm really sad <laughs> nice yeah it's really it's really good like if you if you get a chance give on to tell a spin um it's on it's on lots and lots and lots of platforms that's good yes yes that's yes. good so we've been playing other than that uh what's well, okay okay so i kind of thought i'd have lots of time in this time <laughs> and i have not had loads of time in this time but what i figured i'd do is i would get uh we talked briefly before about persona 5 mm-hmm. which is like a jrpg uh lots of slice of life stuff in it you can basically just kind of like go about your, your day at like you go you'll be at school in the day and then in the evening you'll be saving the world um there was a Dude, that's what i always version. do Ex- exactly <laughs> so it's that but you can do it right now because obviously now you at home time. Um, but yeah, they did a, a re-release which they like changed a few things up on. It was released, I think, at the end of March. I pre-ordered it. I was like, I cannot fucking wait. And games like that's cool. I'm gonna ship that any day now. <laughs> any day now. <laughs> any day. Yeah. yeah. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting on Persona Five: The Royal. But yeah, should be cool when it turns up. If it turns up, please, please, game, please, <laughs> please. Uh, so I'm just looking, and it looks like it's PS exclusive. Uh, Undertale. 
No. Uh, oh, Persona. Uh, Persona. Yeah. Yeah. So More like BS exclusive, am I right? <laughs> Hashtag Team Green. Like, I was gonna, oh, oh my god! Oh my god! Well, I was—I was gonna say like, it kind of doesn't matter at this point whether or not you got a PlayStation or an Xbox, because for the most part, it's kind of just for Netflix. Nah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like how 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 do you feel like months and years on? How do you feel about the side that you've chosen? Ooh, good question. Um, hmm. For me, I think there's only two games where I'm like, ah, oh, pissed, I can't play those. Yeah. Spoodamon. Ah, uh, yes. Spoodamon, I have not put the time into, but it's very pretty. Yeah, game. very sad. And uh, The Last of Us, which obviously I've heard naught but good things about. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, correct me if I'm wrong, Death Stranding? Oh, I'm not sure, you know. This is the kind of like this is the thing about us being being at home. We can just we can just fact check as we go. We can just like oh no, we're gonna go on the internet. I could be uh, wrong, but I fairly convinced it was PlayStation. Yeah, uh, PlayStation and Windows. How very odd. That is that is weird. Yeah, I, where yeah. is the sense in that? Okay, fair enough. Yeah, because like obviously Marmite game, uh, but. Um, I still would like to try it because just would. Yeah. So the, the bad things I've heard about it is the fact that it's it's a bit weird. Um, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but to be honest, that's kind of that's the whole Kojima thing. Is mm. it's, it's a bit weird. Yeah. Like, I think if you at like, a high level, you look at Metal Gear and it's just like, hey, it's like, I'm gonna do some stealth stuff. I'm gonna be a ninja, also a cyborg. Or I'm a be a guy who's not really the guy, but I've got the same name as the guy, but my real name's David, <laughs> and that's all kind of that's all kind of normal. Um, but yeah, when you go into it, like you've got scenes where you're just running around naked for ages, and there's like weird mechery stuff. Yeah, it's like Kojima's my kind of guy. That sounds fun. But now a Death Stranding, it's a it's a baby in a bowl. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. That's. <laughs> It's just one more step. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, no. Back to your initial question. Um, I'm. Yeah, no, pretty good. I think. Um, I I was never I was never a PlayStation dude. Um, even from the beginning, uh, the only thing I ever had was a PSP. Um, <laughs> that lasted. Um, but I'm trying to think. Are there any apart from obviously Halo? Like, are there any exclusives that I'm like? Oh yeah, fucking Forza Horizon. Forza. Sure. Yeah, and literally, literally, as soon as he said exclusive, I was like, we spent a lot of time on Forza. Yeah. Was it Forza Horizon 2? Uh, yeah? Question mark? Yeah, yeah, I think you're right, yeah. Yeah. I literally just remember me, you, and Lexi just fucking, like, not even going into any races, just driving about. Yeah. Just like, Chilling. convoy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's basically the same thing we had for um, uh, whichever Assassin's Creed it was in France. Freedom uh, in Unity, France, I think. Let me have a look. Yeah, Assassin's yeah, it definitely was. I just, yeah, but again, it was just sort of like, hey, there's a there's a story and there's a plot line, guys, 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 get off the roof, Friendship. guys, play the, play, the, play the game. <laughs> oh man, what's uh, what's just, new? Sorry, Karen. 
I was going to say, all I remember is literally dicking around and trying to break the game, <laughs> which fortunately with Unity was very possible. Yeah, not, not tough. I was just going to say, what's new in the Assassin's Creed world? Because I genuinely don't know. So I played, let's go back. So I did Assassin's Creed 1, which I didn't really rate when I first, I think I borrowed that off Lexi actually, which I, I wasn't a big fan of. And then for some reason I jumped onto Assassin's Creed 2 and I was like, yo, this dope. Then yes. I did Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, missed Revelations, I don't know why, missed 3, and then... It's almost 3? Three. 3 was, I think, the American one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think I skipped that as well. And then I did Black Flag, which was awesome. And then Unity... Syndicate. What the fuck's Origins? Man, I am not up to date. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got Origins. Um, okay. But then I didn't get Odyssey, which is the most recent one. I didn't even know that was out. Jesus. Uh, yeah, I like... Oh, yeah. Out as of like two years ago. I remember oh, I remember seeing when the logo for Assassin's Creed Odyssey came out. Like, like Spartan with the Lambda... Because the actual, mm. the A for Assassin's Creed is a lambda, which is the Greek letter L, which is the symbol for the Spartans. Keep up with that if you can. Um, but yeah, I just remember seeing the logo. I was like, that's fucking sick. <laughs> um, but never played it. But my issue with Assassin's Creed was um, the... So for the first few games, you were following Desmond and this whole, like, this is what's happening in the present, but the present is, like, how many years in the future. Yeah. And you're going back and going through your genetic memory to find these things to learn these skills to save the world in present day and then it felt like they just sort of forgot <laughs> yeah um I, my big issue with assassin's creed is they just kept pumping them out like it was like even now like it's so difficult to keep mm -hmm. up like yeah, like when the fuck were we playing unity like not that long ago probably a few years yeah, so let's have a look. So end of end of two thousand fourteen. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we were playing it straight after release though. I think we were like pretty late to the game as well. Yeah, so that's like one, two, three where was that? So that's like four triple A titles in five years. Yeah. In fact less than that because Odyssey came out in two thousand and eighteen. So Yeah, I, I don't know, I just I just wonder if I th I think um I know after the movie, I think they took a year off. Um, yeah. Because I think, I think they were doing one game at one studio and then one game at the other one. So it was like every year. Um, yeah, I can remember it, it was Montreal and past. somewhere else. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, it was exactly that. Like basically each studio would be, they'd be sharing assets and stuff. So they wouldn't have to reinvent, reinvent the wheel every time. But yeah, they were just bouncing between the two. Yeah. Um, I just... I don't know. Like I remember because I played uh, Origins and it, I was really excited to play it. Because um, mm -hmm. when I was a kid, I always thought Ancient Egypt was dope, and I was like, "This is going to be a lot of fun." And like because Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah. Because Yu-Gi-Oh, did you just say? Because Yu-Gi-Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. See, so, yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, it was just so like for me, it just kind of dropped you into the game, and it was like, "Here you go," and there was a billion things to do and I was like ah this isn't fun like because as Assassin's Creed got on there was just seemed to be more and more and more and more to do um, yeah. and you've got this absolutely massive open world and a billion fucking side missions and it's just like man I just 
kind of miss a straight yeah. line. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt like they'd mistaken like collect collectibles for gameplay yeah because it was it was like at first it was like okay so you gotta get to all these like higher points you can see more of the map so like i I can't remember what it was but it was like bird's eye view areas you can see all the maps okay that's handy then it's you gotta go to these checkpoints to unlock these other things okay cool and again you can see more of the map this is better okay cool and then it was oh but also you gotta find these feathers there's a few hundred of them we put them just in places so that's Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'll go and get them. Also, we put these random glyphs in places, and you got to find them too yeah. using your magic super. It's like fucking. Can you just give me a video game? Yeah. I'll tell you <laughs> because what again one... for the devs. Oh, sorry. Go on. No, what I was I'll tell you which one was probably my favorite. Was either Black Flag or Brotherhood? Question mark. Mm-hmm. The one that was set in London um, was awesome uh, because they had they had this. I can't remember if it was a. I can't remember if it was DLC or if it was just like bits of the storyline but you played mm. as your character's like great 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 granddaughter I think and you were in I think it was in, pretty fine yeah I was gonna no. um, and I, th- I think you were in like World War 1 World War 2 um, and it was like a really different vibe um, uh, but it was cool and that's all I was going cool. with it or was that Unity? No, it can't have been. No, no, it was. It was um, Thingy-Majig Brotherhood. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like... Again, I think I think I could put up with it more if it was the case that there was a sense of connection. Like, uh, just like, hey, you play this... Kind of like the MCU thing where it's like, you're even if you're not... Say you're not super excited to see Ant-Man and the Wasp, hmm. but you know that there's going to be a little piece of the puzzle in there, you're going to buy into it. Yeah. I, th- I think that worked at the start and then they just sort of went you're like hidden blades right <coughs> that's how this is the same <laughs> man wears hood who who yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's like a billion mobile games as well like like if you, if you go through the um what's it called what's it called not discography not filmography back catalog that one uh. <laughs> uh, yeah for for like the franchise yeah so many games mm. i remember there was one that um called rogue that was kind of like under the under the radar a bit and that was just as xbox one and ps4 were kind of kind of becoming like the the main consoles they were sort of like going from the new thing to the the this is where the you know this is where video games are going uh they put a they put assassin's creed rogue out on just 360 and ps3 um which was kind of odd yeah. i'm wondering i'm wondering if maybe it just took too long to develop and they were like ah, i just put it out <laughs> um <laughs> it's kind of it's smart to a degree though because that's kind of a captive market like these people have got their consoles they're probably a bit bitter than not getting any new games yeah. but oh here is a new game yeah um and that was i think it was similar to similar to black flag uh but what's the storyline you play as a wait for it uh-huh. i think you play as a templar yes you do oh that's cool mixing it up yeah Again, probably the only time in the series they're a bit like, let's try something yeah. else. Yeah, it's the um, the EP, as it were. 
So like, can't do a, we can't call this a real album because it's a bit weird, but call it an EP, stick it, stick it on Spotify, no one will know. Surprise drop, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you, it's, I'm trying to just like, is there any sort of new music that's come out lately? Is there anything, because I know you're talking about the fact that you've been doing some more of the exercising. What's, uh, what's, what's been your soundtrack? You heard any strange hippies? Strange hippies? Strange yes, EPs? Strange, Sorry. No, strange hippies. Strange Tell me hippies. about the hippies. Uh, no, not really. I've, I've been I've been listening to a lot of playlists. A lot of... Uh, listen to a K-pop one. It's really good. I think it's just the main Spotify K-pop playlist. Uh, yeah. I'll try and find the name of it. That's really good. Um, yeah, not, not a lot. Not a lot. I kind of... I guess, I guess because like I haven't been in the gym at the moment um, and I'm not really driving anywhere um, I haven't kind of just put music on um, yep. so which is weird uh, I saw a thing the other day say that um, music streams are like down considerably but like film and video game streaming is like through the fucking roof um, so anyone out there if you're going to start video content at any point <laughs> today's the day it's now yeah yeah and actually to be honest my expectation is these podcasts I think a lot of them people will be catching up when this is all over yeah so they can sort of go back and go like oh man that was rough whilst in their car on the way to work and life is normal yeah. again the the children are singing and the bunnies are around all super happy and yeah oh actually no I was listening to something um, so way back in the day me yeah. and your boy Mikey used to be into a Swedish band called Sonic Syndicate Ooh. great band like Great the best band. my first like proper live gig that yeah. I went to uh, awesome awesome band and then uh, they went through some lineup changes and almost everyone left uh, and then they got a new singer in oh sorry they got a new singer in then the lineup change more lineup changes happened and then mm -hmm. the rest of the band left and now it's just two dudes and it's a totally different band and a couple of guys went on to start another band called uh, The Unguided. Um, mm -hmm. And then I've just seen seen that a couple of years ago, some unlisted members went and re-recorded a bunch of their bonus tracks from like special editions and like Japan only releases under like a new name. Is this for the unguided or no, for, no, uh, uh, Sonic Syndicate? Um, okay, uh, and the the band is called Not One of Us, um, and it's got some original music, but the rest of it is literally just all the bonus tracks and the extra songs that never kind of made it to the surface, re-recorded under a new name. Because when when the band sort of like went their separate ways, I think they had to legally say that like I don't know why, but one one of the songwriters in the band said that um, basically legally they couldn't. They couldn't play their music. They couldn't profit from the, the other songs. Um, so obviously yeah. some some bad blood there. Um, so yeah, so they've they've kind of done a done a how would you call it? I I don't I don't qu quite know why it's just the um, what's the word I'm trying to say? Why it's just the bonus tracks? Mm -hmm. But it is very cool, um, and it's cool hearing those songs again. Um, there was a, a bonus track that was on it was something like it was on a it was on a CD that was on a cover of some like small uh, music magazine in either Japan or Sweden 
um, mm-hmm. and you could only find like a really badly ripped copy on YouTube and it was like my favourite song that they ever did in history and they've re-recorded it and I'm just like thank you so much amazing so do you, do you know who they've got in on in on these recordings do you know like who from the band it is uh so when you uh when you go on their artist page it's just a bunch of like pseudonyms um, uh, sh- but their original singer roland uh, is a guest vocalist Sick. on two on three of the tracks uh, which awesome. is pretty cool um, and you you can just fucking tell whose voice it is but i'm assuming yeah. for legal reasons they're just not allowed to uh not allowed to declare it but um but yeah, it was it was such a nostalgic moment listening to it today. And we're like, oh my god! Glad. Well, that's that's definitely that's definitely what my afternoon's going to be now. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's really cool, man. Like, I, that was the most excited I think I'd been about a band in so long. Um, and then we got to hang out with them on several occasions because friendship. One of these days, we have to go through those stories and. You know, you know. Who, actually, to be fair, the person I was thinking who has to be on the show can probably do a quarantine session. Yeah, we could probably sure. make it work. So, uh, sure. yeah, let's uh, let's hit him up so he can explain to us. Uh, <laughs> like, I, on the tip of my tongue is one of the like highlights from the stories, but I'm like, no, 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 no let's let's make it a thing. Let's let let's let him tell people yeah. how that unfolded. But yeah, if you uh, if you want some synthy 2008 metalcore. Uh, check out not one of us on uh, Spotify. It's, it's it's good fun. Yeah, and actually the like is is uh, things like I'm gonna move you slightly emotionally and physically. There we go. <gasps> I'm gonna just just gonna bring up Spoodorfy. I just wanna know if things like Jack of Diamonds is on there. Oh no, I've moved everything to the wrong place. Oh no, nah, oh, I've got this not. and I'm digging the mug. Oh man, sorry. So it's literally just just the uh, bonus tracks and exclusive tracks uh, I'm assuming it's because uh, I'm assuming that that contract that they had to sign was probably like uh, you know probably just for the album tracks um, yeah. well I've just taken a peek and on the on the actual Sonic Syndicate ones I'm very glad they've actually kept the original releases so Only Inhuman is on there yeah. along with Love and Other Disasters so, yeah, if you want to hear that lineup, like the the lineup that made us fall in love before the Trigger's Broom effect kicked in, <laughs> then, uh, yeah, Sonic Syndicate, Love and Other Disasters is like, I think the highlight one for me, but Only in Humans, fucking rad too. Um, and we cut many, many a moon ago, we covered one of the songs off that album with uh, Johnny Guns. Yeah. Which, which did we do in the end? Uh, denied. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Uh, is that that there is nothing left for me? There is there's nothing left at all. No it might be. I remember two of their songs uh, were very, very similar. Uh, <laughs> is that is that because of that one time? Yeah. We can tell that story for sure. That story, yeah. Yeah, so we yeah. Uh, they have two songs. One's called Jack of Diamonds. One's called Denied. And uh, we went to see them live. And they started playing one. And the vocalist started singing the other, and uh, because the songs were remarkably similar, no one knew till like halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> and they literally like the, you see like them looking around at each other like the fuck are you doing? The fuck are you doing? Yeah. As it all sort of like came to a stop. Uh, I can't remember if it was Rich or Roland sort of turned around as like ah, I hope you enjoyed Jack of Denied. <laughs> Let's try that again. <laughs> well, uh, 
But, yeah, it was really good. But yeah, I've not I've not been into a whole heap of heavy heavy music at the moment, uh, so that's kind of that's as distorted as my music taste has been getting lately. Yeah, I would well, yeah, um so like today before we recorded, uh, I put together for the first time since like since October I think the Hero Spins First playlist. Um, I was just going through it like this band does not listen to metal like at all, <laughs> like even a little bit. Yeah, we got some Stevie Wonder on there. We've got a couple of Italian artists. Um, oh, one of the songs you put on was really, really good. The um, It was like very chill. I think she was talking to sing about not trust, trust, someone like I don't trust a blessing and a curse. Uh, good Harvest. Good Harvest. That was that was cool. Like, for the most part, I was sort of like listening to the starts, the ends of the song to get like a, a flow for these songs. Mm. But that one, I was just a bit like... But I just check the whole song, make sure it's okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was really cool. Uh, Good Harvest was a surprise find for me, and now I'm just in love. Like, just honestly, man, like vocal harmonies for me are the most important thing in the world. Um, and yeah. to find to find a band that's like or a, a vocal duo that's literally just just that, just just vocal harmonies, it's just ah, oh, so good. Yeah. Um. I was like every now and again I'll like dip in because obviously we're in a band and I'm like hey guys can you do the burp the burp and you're like um, do you mean the staccato <laughs> I'm like well, what the fuck is a stigmata what are you talking about <laughs> so um, like every now and again I'll watch like music theory videos to be like why is why do words strange and I was like learning a bit about uh, unison melodies so basically like rather than having the guitars and and bass do things that are like supporting each other having little riffs and and runs that are exactly the same on all instruments and then allowing it to break away um and yeah i like you talking about sort of harmonies and, and your love for them i sort of realized that the number of songs i really enjoy is because everything literally is doing the same thing which is kind of the exact opposite of a harmony yeah. but also but also it has that kind of like that sort of shared experience thing rather than having everything doing what it's supposed to and complement each other it's just like hey we're all mm. in it literally together at the same time so uh i'm just saying mate you want to do some of that uh guitar writing and uh please yeah i think that's a lot of like kind of contemporary music is um a lot of the heavy bits it's kind of like the kick, the bass, and both guitars will be literally just in exactly the same rhythm. Um, yeah. Which kind of just became a staple for a bit. Can we can we can we have that? Can we use that stapler and have some of those to bind our music together? No. <gasps> None for you. Are we allowed to talk about band stuff? Stuff that hasn't happened, that was going to happen, about just stuff that. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Like mostly just like we sort of mentioned in a previous episode, like about the band and how stuff is maybe starting to stir a a, a bit. Um. But yeah, like there was just over the course of the last couple of weeks, we had a lot, like a fair bit planned, yeah. and it's sort of not happened um <laughs> yeah to, to the extent that we have like half of a something but the other half of a something isn't there and obviously the second half of some things are often the vocals and i'm like thinking about rewriting stuff again 
because I've been given this extra time. Come this on, is. I'm fucking terrible, man. I I I hate writing because the second that it's tracked, I'm like, got to change that. Uh, maybe that could be different. <laughs> How do you deal with that? How do you deal with like, right, it's done, on to the next one? Um, you have to love what you do. <laughs> uh, that definitely helps. Uh. Um, but I, I guess just like try and not be a, a perfectionist because it's no, it's never going to be a um, a positive trait because you'll you'll always be chasing the dragon as it were. You'll always want to, you know finish the perfect song and you kind of just never do so like I don't know who said it but I remember a songwriter saying recently like you don't always have to reinvent the wheel every single time you create something like you can just create something for fun you can just do something because it's cool um, and I think getting out of that idea that every single time you you know put pen to paper you need to write fucking war and peace or you know script the, the green mile or something like you, you can just kind of do stuff that's cool man here's like three minutes of something that i put together and i'm stoked with it on to the next um, yeah yeah because because otherwise you just you fuck it you'll never like you'll never get past the stuff you've already done she was like oh man well that thing we did seven years ago what if i'd done it this way and it's like yeah but it doesn't yeah. matter because this is this is more because i think I think the way I phrased that, it might have sounded like the the whole, like, done is better than perfect, mm. projects are never finished, they're abandoned, sort of stuff that we talked about before. But I literally, I have, like, specifically because, obviously, whatever we record, we're going to have to do live for years. Yeah. We know for a fact that at least something on our release will be literally, like, I, I will physically be saying those words a lot. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I live a lot with, like, writer's remorse don't think that's a thing um but like yeah i like i, I did, do you ever listen back to a song that you've written and go like ah oh, man uh, uh, yes would have done that different but yeah because obviously there's stuff in our kind of back catalogue that i'm quite vocal about not being a fan of um, and obviously i would have been a fan of it at the time because you know because we would have been that's you know we all like the song that's why it would have been committed to record um, yeah. but now kind of going back I'm like oh man like I'm, I'm not into that sound anymore or like oh that's a bit you know not a fan of that but it just it is what it is like you you, you kind of timestamp stuff when you finish it and you're like you know this is what we sound like in 2015 and like this is what we sound like in 2020 and you don't always have to be the same person forever and and we've we've done stuff with our songs where they've got you know we've, we've removed whole chunks of songs um, because you know, it made sense at the time of writing and then going back to it several years later, having, you know, gigged it a thousand times, you're like, okay, well, you know, maybe we'll drop this intro or maybe we'll take this lead out or um, maybe we'll have someone jump in and do the vocals here rather than there, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. And you, you, so that's specifically, just for anyone listening, that's specifically in our live show where we're yeah. like, when we're playing it, yeah, we'll, we'll like take chunks out. Yes, yeah. Um, because obviously yeah it just you know you kind of grow as songwriters and as, as artists and musicians and uh you're like actually no i don't think that was a good idea um yeah. and that's totally specifically cool. castles itself the castle that frank built there is it's like a third shorter hmm. than it used to be um like I, 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 that's that's one of our songs i think it's really well received but it's just sort of it's it's mirrored really it mirrors really well with another one of our songs but because those two are often in the set it's like we can't, the set will be very similar yeah. if it's the case that we kept everything in. 
Um, and yeah, like certain songs like Secrets is is a completely different thing live to what it is on record. Like it's mm-hmm. totally different. Like the way it's played, the way it's almost to a degree the way it's structured. You know, the the intro is a completely different thing. Like we we wrote a new start for it for the kind of live arena, as it were, um, because mm. it's just just works better um yeah and I don't, I don't think that's a crime i don't think um i don't think that's a bad thing kind of like not necessarily going back and changing stuff because then i'm kind of contradicting myself by being like oh you should just timestamp it and abandon it but um i definitely think if but making it make it appropriate for life yeah. like it's it's a different experience yeah. so you can adjust it to make it work yeah and um, but no like i uh, yeah, I, there's, there's, there is stuff that we've done in the past that I'm just like, I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. And, and, and likewise as well, like there's, there's songs that every time it comes to building a new set for kind of release time, we always have the same conversation where, you know, one person will be like, I really want this in the set. And everyone else is like, mm, I really don't think that's a good idea. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think, what was my, what was the one song that I was just like, we're not playing this anymore. Like full on boot to the ground like foot i was like nope we're not playing this and i don't i can't remember what it was i'm not sure i know that i know that i think it like again we've talked about this before but in the band me and you butt heads the most and i think we're in a really good spot because we know that we can do that like we can we can effectively tear into each other and we know at the end of it it would be like okay same time next week yeah like it's not it's not it's all about what's best for the band and what we think is best for the, the show etc etc it's not like hey man I disagree with your feelings about this riff. Therefore, it's <laughs> yeah. it's time to battle to the death. Yeah, it's, that's it. We are done. Yeah, I think I definitely know that me and you butt head butted heads a lot when it came to Six Birds. I was like, motherfucker, I have I have part of that tattooed on me. It's staying in the set, and you're like, cool, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, because because that that was one of my favorite songs when we wrote it, and it was really it was like a big step up for us. Um, yeah. Uh, and I know, kind of lyrically, it was you know something that kind of means a lot to you. But yeah. every time we played it live, you could f- for whatever reason you could just feel the energy in the room kind of dip. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just something about it. Like we, we're quite lucky that we have quite upbeat music, and people tend to generally be quite kind of animated. Uh, but there are certain songs we, you know, that just don't translate well live, uh, and that was one of them. And there was a lot of like, yeah, there were some very different opinions in the bands uh, about playing that live. Like Miguel, he was just like, "Nope, bores the shit out of me." <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's really weird as well because a lot of the like, a lot of songs that are going to be more beatdown heavy, more like kind of maybe crowd energetic, will be songs that unless it's like a unless it's like a wrist workout for um for like triplets or something it's going to be a bit like nope it's low and it's slow and it's open and it's just yeah. not got a lot going on and I'm a bit like but that's when I get to flex yeah. and I get to do the <clears throat> kind of stuff yeah so specifically on the band then specifically on live what is your two most favorite songs to play live two and most- two and two least favorite songs Oof. specifically to play live okay uh, Gatekeeper. Oh shit, it's difficult. Yeah, I fucking hate that one too. Hey. Now, Gatekeeper is <laughs> yeah. probably one of my favourites. Um, yeah. Just because the ending has so so much kind of oomph. Um, yeah. Oh, that's a good ass question. 
I I really like Reignite, mm -hmm. um, but it is a little. It's got some some kind of techy bits, a little bit all over the place. So it is you can't you can't necessarily throw down because you're just not going to play it right. Um, yeah. Probably Gatekeeper, and I'm gonna say Honesty. Yeah. Yeah. And so what is it? Now I want to know what is it about Honesty that's like. Um, it's it's a pretty pretty concise song it's it's very like it, it's a bit it's a bit noodly but it's um mm -hmm. structurally it's very straightforward uh, and the riffs sound crazy complex um and it's also just crazy catchy uh, as just the riff the riff is a lot of fun um yeah. yeah and i just i just i like playing pop songs yeah uh least favorite phantoms and secrets probably is that is that a sort of like again like is it not challenging enough is it like um secrets just isn't my cup of tea musically okay um and probably phantoms just because we opened almost every set with it since like the beginning of the band <laughs> so, you're kind of, so you're just kind of over it yeah, this just, point, yeah, it's, yeah. My, it's my living on a prayer at this point I'm just done just done playing yeah. it live uh, what about you? And it's never gonna stop oh fuck um, least remember we least said favorite. two least favourite you have to yeah. stop at two okay <laughs> so can I can I not just say like Hero Dice first songs hey. is one <laughs> um I know my least favorite songs to do live. This will come as a shock to you. It's like it's like I can see it on the, the, the like on the tip of your tongue. Is, is Rise shockingly? Oh yeah, I just fucking. <laughs> I didn't even really count that song to be honest. It's like I don't know why because we did that song a lot, and it was only I think on the last time we ever did it, which was at the Bear in Bedford. Oh yeah, and I got that strong was the only playing it live. Yeah, it's the only time. Even though it wasn't supposed to be in the set, it was like an extra. Like, yeah, it's the only time I ever got the lyrics right. Flawless. I wrote the fucking thing. <laughs> we we like yeah, we like we played that song so much, and for whatever reason, I couldn't figure it out. There is a clip online of us playing at. Uh, it was a good venue as well. It was in Scotland. It is Ivory Blacks, Glasgow. I've yeah, Ivory Blacks. Go 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 go. Um, yeah, like th that's a really cool live video. I really enjoy it. I think it's by Demon Death Chase. I think it was the the channel that uploaded it. Um, but yeah, if you skip through and get to the bit where we're playing Rise, every second word is Rise. Like like the whole song. After like it comes in waves, but I still feel it. And then the rest of the song is just Surprise, Surprise. <laughs> so because I couldn't remember what it was, so it was just like Surprise. Uh, Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the, oh, mm, mm. trying to think of, I can't really think of another song that I hate playing live. We used to, we had, used to have loads of issues back in, um, in like Ascension, where it was the case where I was like, I'm just fucking bored, because there's entire chunks where it would be like chorus into lead into chorus again, 
where I used to like just have an absolute full tilt drama like I've got nothing to fucking do <laughs> these days I'm just like oh, I get to go out for a, like go have a drink or something that's fine so I don't really I can't really think of another song that the songs that are most difficult for me is when we have so SK and Honesty are the most difficult is it pretty much all shouts and like I've explained this kind of thing to the to the band loads but it's like for anything that's got like growls and screams they're like super easy they're not particularly difficult on the throat so if you think about it it's like artillery it's like it's something with like loads of ammunition I could do that for four hours I'd be <laughs> fine but shouts are like a one and done thing because a shout there's like a bit of technique but a shout is kind of just a shout <laughs> so yeah too much of that in a set and I'll walk away like oh fuck okay uh, great set we'll do it again tomorrow um yeah so I wouldn't say I hate them but it's got to the point now where whenever we're like building a set I'm literally like okay you can either have SK or you can have honesty there's no way you're having both yeah. if we could have neither that would be even better <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um I think favourite like yeah gatekeepers like up there I really enjoy Betray You um because it's a mean one but Beast Inside man that's that's definitely like when that when oh that yeah kinda... actually yeah no fair, yeah fair good point yeah like I, I just enjoy the fact that it goes for a bit of a journey we get to be heavy but then in the end we get to like sort of round it out with like a little bit of emotion which is kind of the only time that, that really comes into play in the set um yeah 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 so yeah I don't know what my other least favourite is but favourites I would probably say I'd probably say Gatekeeper and Beast Inside yeah definitely fan favourites as well yeah which I mean it's like a I think that's a two way thing as well the fact that people are into it makes it fun to play live I think if people weren't into it then we'd kind of fall out of love with it pretty easily yeah they yeah. are both in our top five most played songs on Spotify oh, oh that's nice isn't that nice um, so we talked a bit uh, a bit about Bidgey Games um, what do I think we talked about telly like yeah you're doing movies you're doing tv what's your what's your viewing pattern uh so been doing that mcu that new upcoming yeah. uh superhero franchise i hear it's going to be real I, big i'm quite excited yeah gonna make a couple of bucks yeah do you hear uh black widows got pushed back to november Ooh, i heard it had been moved back i didn't realize that far jesus yeah brutal hot damn that I'm was totally that was close as well right yeah it was like this was supposed to be the next one it was early in the year I want to say like May but I might be making that up but definitely early in the year um, there's another film that got moved straight to Disney Plus and this isn't this is not a Marvel film and I did not know this film was coming out I'm just curious whether or not you knew that there was going to be an Artemis Fowl movie. I knew when I heard that it had been moved to Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, why is this not being advertised? What the fuck? I'm like nearly 30 and I'm stoked to see this. Yeah, dude, I remember when um, Artemis Fowl, the books first came out in school and it was like yeah. the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like I would say... Obviously, I think we talked about this before. Like, I had a bit of bitterness towards Harry Potter when it first came out, just because, just because, man, I'm, I'm sitting there with my specs and my like brown hair, just like, nope, nope, yep, yeah, I've heard that before. He's not funny. He's, he's, yep, yeah, don't make me avocadabra you. Um, or was it av- whatever? Did you know uh, Abracadabra? 
means I create as I speak. And Avra Cadavra. No, sorry, Avra Cadaver means I create bodies as I speak. Oh. Yes. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty, that's kind of cool, but also, bro, you nasty. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Armus Fat was definitely my dude. So I'm, I'm weirdly excited for this and I hope it's good. That's cool. It's, um, <clears throat> it's an interesting move by Disney because like generally, generally if a film just jumps straight to streaming that means it's like no one's interested um, yeah but I mean they obviously they obviously know that Disney Plus has been successful <laughs> otherwise they wouldn't they wouldn't like premiere films on it I'm hoping I'm hoping that it's the case that um, that it's coming out soon because if it is the case everyone's at home then maybe it'll get that like cool buzz but I think if it is the case that it doesn't come out till later on in the year and people just are going to pick up on it if they've got Disney Plus, etc., then it's yeah. That's it's, I mean that's why I was so surprised that Disney Plus took its time coming out because I I really thought that you know like parts of the world have been on lockdown for some time now, um, or not even lockdown but just like recommended to stay home. Uh, I yeah. I thought man, I thought they'd like kind of do the the Disney Plus announcement or the the release like three or four weeks early but they yeah. stuck to it yeah again it's it's kind of to a degree it shows their confidence in their yeah. in their product um although i i'm not sure if you've been watching it but uh the mandalorian i think pretty much everyone is irritated by the fact that they've decided to we- release it weekly episodically despite the fact that the whole thing's out in america i did not know that no i am yeah. once i'm done with the mcu i'm gonna climb the mountain that is the Star Wars universe it's some of it's good <laughs> yeah Ro- it's a Rogue One's in there <laughs> some good yeah um, oh yeah I can't remember if we talked about it in the last episode but you said you were watching the MCU in release order basic bitch order yeah I'm watching it in chronological order um, so I'm going to ask where you've got to, but then we're going to have to compare which films they are because <laughs> obviously our lists look different. Yeah. Okay, so I'm currently halfway through Avengers. Avengers 1. Um, cool. And I have watched Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Iron Man 2. Obviously Incredible Hulk, uh, but it's not on Disney. Um, Iron Man, Iron Man 2. Thor, Captain America, and Avengers. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything else before that. I think that was the first. I think it was four, phase one. Yeah, I think it was four, then Avengers. Then after that, I think it's Iron Man 3. Yep. Uh, so yeah, so that's where I is at. What about you? Uh, I, so like, it's, it's been pretty cool actually because it's been like me and my dad have basically been having movie night. Like whenever we're both free, whenever we can do it, we've both been sitting down and just like, right, we're doing it in order let's let's get this done um so like i said mine's in chronological order but we skipped out on uh the incredible hulk just because yeah it was like I, was, I thought it was on netflix it wasn't on netflix it was just like i'm not nah, i'm not gonna I'm find sure it a, yeah i'm sure it's in the bookshelf but that's no it's effort uh so we've done in order captain america the first avenger captain marvel iron man iron man 2 thor Avengers and last night we did Iron Man 3 cool yeah 
Yeah. And like, weirdly, my brother was doing what a lot of people do and, and was sort of like, man, Iron Man 3's fucking shit. I'm fucking <laughs> out. I'm excited to watch it. Because it's, it's been a while since since I saw it and I don't remember watching it properly because I couldn't tell you what happened. Uh, so yeah. I'm assuming I just like phone watched it. Like, ah, it's on in the background. Um, so I will give it a punt because I've heard mixed things. And mixed things is generally a good sign, as weird as that sounds. Um, because if something gets a like, universal acclaim, then it can just sort of be the hype train. Do you know what I mean? If, you, if yeah. people go into a film and they're told that it's the best thing they'll ever watch, generally they're going to be like, do you know what? This is the best thing I've ever watched. Whereas if some people are like, it's garbage, and some people are like, it's amazing, then usually there's something interesting enough to talk about. Like Snowpiercer. User has ended call. <laughs> that was like, I just want to touch on it very briefly, but obviously we've we've been very clear about our overall feelings with, with Snowpiercer. And I can't remember if it was in the episode or if it was just while we were talking, but obviously we had a chat with uh, Alex Austin about loads of different films. One of those films was Snowpiercer um, and she saw something in it that we didn't I'm which not, bit was that? I'm not sure what that's I'm not say what? Which, which bit was that? well we were talking about um, the the director for for that film and, and to like I think she just sort of give like a, a high level overview of like yeah it was really good in it and sort of it talks a lot about society Um and yeah, it's just sort of. It's, I think it's the only time in one of these episodes where I literally just bit my tongue. I, I'm not sure if it was in the show or if it was afterwards, <laughs> but I was just a bit like, you know, way more than I do about film. <laughs> I watched it. I was like, it's a silly train ice film. <laughs> so yeah, maybe maybe it went over my head, but I yeah, 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 yeah. Because it got it, that got critical acclaim. That was like so well received, and I don't get it. I don't understand. Yeah. And I mean. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why we're not um, sort of good enough at watching films to get the thing. The thing. To each their own. Absolutely. It's like I like. There's a. Hmm, think about it, maybe maybe he might be a good guest for the show. I work with a guy called Neil Fox, who um, he's worked on. Basically, he's he's a, a doctor, a doctor in film, like. My mate Neil knows what he's talking about. <laughs> he's done loads and loads of scripts, uh, worked for quite a few film festivals, etc., etc. He's like, his CV is good. It's very, very impressive. And much to his irritation, I sort of suggested to him that Fast and Furious 3 Tokyo Drift is a better film <laughs> than Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Flawless. Not, not, not a particularly popular opinion amongst those who enjoy film. Um, but I basically just said, like, well, okay, here's the thing. You sit down, you watch Tokyo Drift. You're like, man, that was kind of stupid. Don't know where his accent's from, but I enjoyed it. You sit down and watch Tinker Tailor Soldier Spine. Like, man, it's so well shot. The acting's fantastic. It's just really fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... Teach their own. I think I think you should find Tinker Taylor. You should watch that, and then you can and then you can tell me what I've missed on that one. I've seen it. It's a good film. Yeah, yeah. Good film. What's your favorite bit? Great cast. The film. So good. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Oh. 
Good. I'm, I'm pleased. It was about a guy who was a tinker and another dude who <laughs> <laughs> was a tailor. Some spies. Oh, if it's cracking. If I remember correctly, and I'm not sure that I do, <laughs> um, I think those were code names, I think, but I can't remember. Yeah. Because I would literally, I was, I was sat there like, Gary Oldman's great. Can't wait for this to be over, though. Yeah. Um, question time. What's Got your favourite Gary Oldman role? Oh, Jesus. Also, I have a hilarious meme to say out loud, because that's how memes are distributed. Uh, oh no I really don't know I'm like I'm I'm literally gonna go and like cheat and look on the internet to be like okay that's absolutely acceptable what um because he just makes me happy <laughs> um let's see in his M. Debur, uh please M. Debur. oh of course it's all the Superman one it actually is really weird um I, I meant Batman um <laughs> So you go on his IMDb, his known four is Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, The Darkest Hour, then The Dark Knight, and Dracula. Like that that superhero film made his like known four list. Damn. And I'm sure there's lots of like proper proper film guys that are like, No, <laughs> these guys are annoying me today. <laughs> um Obviously Robocop. Obviously. It was actually, I rewatched Robocop the other day, the 2014 one. It was actually like, I really enjoyed it. Joel Kinnaman again. I was going to say, that's your guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, actually, uh, Gary Oldman's character, sort of like a bit of a conflicted, sort of a bit naughty, but not that naughty. It's one of those like scientists uh, always start off with the best of intention kind of vibes. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it was well acted. It was a good, it, it was a good um serious there's another there is a specific uh yes as i said i saw a picture of him i couldn't remember what it was from it's from fifth element he's like (laughs) i don't know if you like seen the fifth element but an amazing film but his character is just extra just so very extra um I'm hoping you've got an answer. I do. Because I'm fluffing this. You, it, and am I going to be like, fuck, that's a really great answer. I wish I had gone for that answer. Well, it's a little bit underground, so I don't know if you're going to... I don't know if you're going to have seen it. I don't know if you're going to okay. agree. But I would say my... Definitely one of his best, certainly my favourite, uh, is Leon the Professional. You've, you've never seen Leon? Oh... My oh, God. sorry, sorry. I was like, "What the fuck?" Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Leon, uh, I want to say French guy, teeny tiny glasses, nice beret. Yeah, Jean Reno. Yeah, I, um, I actually didn't see that until I was working at the college, and it was—I think it was probably Neil. that was like, "What the fuck? Why have you seen this?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's got Natalie Portman in it. She's like, she's like a child in it. Um, yeah, but yeah, no. Like Gary Oldman is unfucking hinged in that film, and it's so good. Yeah. Rad. Um, interesting fact for any film people out there. Do you know who Gary Oldman's sister is? We'll give you five seconds to respond. Bing, boom, bing, boom. <laughs> and the band chat. Um, <laughs> go on. Who is Gary Oldman's sister? Big Mo off EastEnders. What? <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna have no idea who. Oh my god! 
I'm just gonna I'm just gonna check that I've got I'm I've got this right. I do got this right. No way. Yep. Hundred percent. Zero is, word of a lie. That is a thespian household right there. <laughs> Amazing. It's so it's so incredibly obscure. Uh, what is her name? What what? Portrayed by two different characters. There is a flashback version of her. Whoa! Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, incredible! Incredible! Yeah. Uh, Layla Morse siblings. Gary Oldman. The more you know. And her birth name is Maureen Oldman. This is this is just incredible. Just we are Maureen and Gary. <laughs> nice. Um, I'm wondering whether or not that was a name change because of the SAG. The what? You just looked at me like Screen Actors Guild. Uh, yeah, them, them ones. Uh, like David Tennage is not his real name. <laughs> uh, why? So, why though? Uh, because if you, when you join the, uh, the Film Actors Guild, you can't have the same name as someone else. Oh, sorry, Screen Actors Guild. Uh, yeah, you can't have the same name as someone else. It's just like an advertising thing. It's like, well, no, it's just markedly confusing if somebody actually <laughs> goes to, to look you up. So let's see if I can find Mr. Tennant's uh, actual name. Uh, McDonald. David McDonald. David John McDonald. It's very lazy for a Scottish man, I must say. <laughs> Aye. But <laughs> I um uh so so this has come as a shock to you. My name is uh is uh Michael Russell. That's that's what it, it very very rarely pretty much no one's allowed to to use that, but it's that's the thing. Um I like I rebranded myself many, many years ago to to Mikey and it's for the most part stuck, but at work I'm Mike Russell. It's just it just kinda makes sense. So Obviously, I want to break into this voiceover stuff. There is a very well-known voice actor, producer, um, and YouTube personality who teaches voice, uh, just voiceover technique and uh, training videos and recording and production, etc. Called Mike Russell. <laughs> and I was just having a chat with uh, with Nick, the guy from Notable Voice, Notable Voices, um, about like I don't really know what to do about this because <laughs> like. I'm sitting there thinking like that's going to be an issue. There's going to be like a like people are going to like not find me because they're looking for him, or worse, they will find me because they're looking for him, and it'll be the case that they'll be like, "You're a fucking faker." I'm like, "No, I have a birth certificate." <laughs> um, yeah, and his response was like, "Well, I mean, free marketing. He's paying for it." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm like, I'm like, do I do I have to pretend my name is different now? Is that a thing I have to do? Is that you have to get a stage name? Yeah. Any suggestions? I don't know. I, I thought I'd have something funny ready to go, but I realise I'm not a very funny person. So that's it. The show's over. This is. I didn't realise. I thought. I thought you were funny and cute and smart and muscular, but now Honestly, I realise. I'm reading it all off a script. Now I know that you're just cute and muscular and intelligent and that's it and that's really not enough for me so Sorry, maybe, man. maybe that'll be like like we'll leave that with the people for a week can you come up with a stage name for me I just I just need something because uh, yes. Mike Russell's taken so I need something new I like it cool well uh, I'll leave that with you guys drop us a message at shout at animuspodcast.com or on Instagram or anywhere 
just just let us know. No, I just remembered. It's probably too late to deal with it. I mean, like, actually get to play with it now. We finally have a message waiting for us on Anchor. Like, we were we were plugging it big and nobody gave a shit. The, go to, I think it's anchor.fm.com forward slash... Sorry, let me try that again. Anchor.fm forward slash animus. And you could, like, leave us voice messages. And we finally got one, like, two weeks, three weeks ago, probably. And we haven't listened to it yet. But today's, today's probably, like, we're, we're at the end of the episode. So we'll do that in Season 2, Episode 13, Q3. Sick one. I think that's that. Cool. I, think, I think that's that. You, uh, you got a thing for me to round out the thing for me? I do. Nice little banger. Got a banger? From a bang banger from our good buddy, bighalf.cult. I love Big Which I actually don't think is his screen name anymore, but whatever. That's that's what I knew him as on the streets. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so our good, our good buddy, Harvey, um, uh, dropped a single yesterday, two days ago, when by the time you listen to this. On Friday, from his little project called Ruiner. That little one's called just Grounded. That, just, just that little one. Just the little one. Yeah. The love for Ruiner has been so cool to see, man. People are just all about it. Have you? Where, how? Where have you seen it? Where have you seen it from? Is <laughs> it, uh... So I just do a little bit, a little bit of guitar. Just play a few riffs in uh, in Ruiner. Yep. Yep. Uh, just uh, rock up the cans on stage, pack my bags, and leave. That's the life. That's the fucking dream right there. That's the dream. But yeah, no, uh, Grounded is a brand new song. Um, it wasn't on the EP that got released a few months ago, so check it out. It's on all good streaming platforms. Hit him with a piece, and then we'll hit him with that. I think it's. I think it starts with like a, I, I, like a ruiner, ruiner, ruiner. I can't, I can't remember. Yeah. I can't remember what voice wanna, is. Wanna. <laughs> ruiner, and then a wanna wanna. Him with a him with a piece and the ruin and then a one on one go. Him with a what? <laughs> him with a piece then the hang on. Him with a piece and the ruin and then a one on one go. <laughs> Peace. Ruiner. One on one. Ruiner.